0: Hey there, Roses. Welcome back to another episode of The Sophisticated Christian. It's so good to hear from you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, our question for today is, should I date a broke man? Hmm. This question, again, very controversial. I've been listening to different podcasts, YouTube videos, In the comment section of The Shade Room, yes, I do look at The Shade Room. No, I don't follow. (laughs) But I've been noticing that there have been a lot of mixed opinions there. Men say one thing. Women say another. Your grandma told you one thing. Your mother told you another. Your father might have told you something. You've read some things. And I'm here to just clear the air about the truth in this question first if you notice the bible when it talks about adam and eve and all this other kind of stuff and different couples boaz all these different couples in the bible you'll notice a continuing pattern in the bible the men that had women were not described as broke meaning They had some form of job, some form of responsibility, income, whether it be to their family or place in the world. They had something going for themselves. So, in my opinion, the Bible is for you dating a man with some type of substance when it refers to his income. When men talk about, oh, that's how you miss out on the good men, I want to I debunk this myth too, personally, because I have been dating and I have dated men with a higher income and I've dated men with a lower income. And number one, the thing that matters the most when you're dating these men is their character. Their character will tell you whether they have money or not, the kind of person that they are. But we're not talking about that today. We're talking about, should you date them if they are very low income? I was raised in Detroit. My parents were very poor. We weren't the poorest of the poor, but we were pretty poor growing up. And it hurt me a lot to see the different struggles that they went through. And then as a kid, my struggles that I did, I then inherited because of their choices. My parents were the most amazing people, and I'm not here to put them down whatsoever. They did the best they could and gave me a quality of life. I'm talking about the unnecessary things that wouldn't have happened had proper planning, timing, and decisions be made before we as children got here. That we wouldn't have to suffer from, because when you choose to have a child, it is a choice. It is a choice. And... You are now responsible for an entire human being. But I'm getting ahead of myself. What does that have to do with dating a broke man? When you go on a date with a man and he does not have enough money to provide for himself or you or any possible children that you guys should have if you stay together get married and go on from that point you are playing a dangerous game yes i know that's my phrase i love to say that but that's the truth the game that you're playing is very dangerous love is unpredictable And there's a lot of emotions that come out when you're dating. You you see this validation. You feel like, you know, this person likes you. Then you might think that they have unconditional love for you. They start noticing things about you. They're giving you the attention that you need. All these things are going on with your hormones, reacting to their hormones. You you guys have the same interests and all of those things are so important to have in a relationship. However, if you're building that relationship, when that person is not prepared at all for that relationship, it's dangerous because if you're not prepared for something as serious as marriage, and then you get involved in that, you're going to reap the repercussions of the people, of not the people, if you're gonna reap the repercussions that come with it, and that goes for anything, If you're getting ready to cook a meal and you put it in the oven and you don't get an oven mitt and it's time to take it out the oven, you're gonna burn your hand. Not because the food isn't amazing and not because you can't cook, it's because you didn't prepare properly for that process. And that same thing goes along in dating. So if you're out here in the world and you meet a lovely man who loves God and has a good heart, those are important things, but those aren't the only things. Yes, that relationship with God for me is number one because that's where everything else is going to grow from. However, if you have zero dollars and zero cents in your bank account, we, we still can't date because not because you might not even be my husband. It's because you have not properly prepared. It's it's so hard to talk about this and it gets me so upset because I hear these relationship coaches and these women and these men tell other women who are single and doing well for themselves or trying to do well or even striving to get a degree or or building a business that they need to now date someone who is doing none of that because you never know where you know you might find a rose among the bushes like what That does not make any sense. I don't know if I use that analogy right, but that is not making any sense. You might find a good man among hundreds of them who just want to use and manipulate you. And yes, if you're dating someone who is a man who makes less than you, there are ways that he can manipulate you. You guys see it. The women online, that buy their men cars, houses, they spoil them, they treat them right. There are men in the world who do not want to work for anything. They wanna take advantage of a woman. They wanna take advantage of the fact that their family has put pressure on them to find a man. They wanna take advantage of the fact that this woman might be lonely, might be horny. They wanna take advantage of the fact that this woman just does not value herself, and she's insecure because of past relationships. They see this weakness, they smell it. They smell it, and they seek to kill. That's it. They're not going into a relationship saying, okay, well, how can I build her back up? How can I give to this person? How can I bring positive energy, good vibes, and responsibility, and teach her the Bible? They're not going in like that. They're going in to see what they can get out of it. And a lot of women, especially young ones, are getting taken advantage of, and the old ones too. The ones that have been through this are the ones that will tell you it is not worth it. The poverty and the struggle and the stress of having children, and even if you don't want to have children, just being in a relationship with someone who cannot support themselves is daunting. I am not against building with a man, meaning there was something there and you're building upon it i am not building from the ground up with a man because a man has to here's the thing about men and my dad taught me this men do not respond to emotions for for a girl she can respond to all these different emotions for a boy they respond to responsibility work i have a son if he's in trouble me telling him oh my gosh you disappointed me does not do it It is, okay, these are your consequences. These are your extra chores. These are the things you miss out on, such and such. So, and that's in parenting, but that also goes in everyday life. If a man has not built anything for himself, if he didn't see a reason to build his life upon anything until you walked in that door, he is now not building it for himself. He's building it for you. And the problem with that is that men can now become resentful Because they think, oh, well, she came and I built this for her and she either doesn't appreciate it, even if you might. It's like, oh, she wanted this life for me. I didn't even want this for myself. Exactly. Or they can appreciate you and be like, oh, my gosh, she made me better. But the nature of man is not appreciation. We know that. We have to work at those things to be appreciative, to be thankful, to be grateful. We have to work on that. Everybody. Why is men excluded from this? They're not. You don't want a man who is only getting a house so you can come in it and have sex with him. You want a man who wants a house because he believes in himself. He has esteem for himself. He wants to be something out of life. He wants to be what God called him to be. He wants to do things in this world that, is, that are beyond what he thought he could do because he has the strength of the Lord. He has the mind of the Lord. He's talking with him constantly and he's trying to improve upon himself. You don't want a man who's like, well, let me hurry up and get this house so this girl can come here. Oh, she's so fine. That may seem cute in the beginning. Oh my gosh, he upgraded for me. No, 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 no. When you meet a man, he should be working on himself in whatever area the Lord has called him to work on. If that's building a career, if that's building a business, if that's having a job, if that's being a steward over his family, whatever it is. He should be building himself and constantly looking to gain knowledge, get to the next level, move from glory to glory. Same thing with you, ladies. You should be going somewhere, doing something. And there, it's going to be different for every single person. For me right now, it's taking care of my son, doing my job, and helping present the gospel in this way. Everyone's journey is different. And thank God he will have the Holy Spirit talk to us and tell us which way to go. In your relationships, you should be seeking first the kingdom of God. After you seek the kingdom of God, you should be seeking something for yourself. Not because you want it to make you feel good. Oh my gosh, I'm, my my status is is my role in the world. That's how God sees me. That's how he wants me to be. Yes, however, God loves you without anything. So you, Do you see what I'm saying? So So you have to do it for yourself. You have to want to be something out of this world for yourself. I was talking to a young man. And he was talking about, oh, I might be homeless and I might like it. You might be homeless and you might like it. Okay. There's nothing wrong with the homeless. God bless them. But do you see where you want to be in life out of everything that you can be? You choose homelessness? This tells you the mindset of the young man at that time. And yes, he was young. God bless him. So if you meet a man like that, I'm not saying living in an RV, guys. I'm not saying living in a truck. I'm not saying living in a tiny house. I mean homelessness. If you meet a man and that's his perspective and his mentality about life, that's what he wants out of life, run. Run, 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 run run as fast as you can. Not because he's a bad person. Not because God doesn't love him. Not because you shouldn't pray for him. Because you will now be Forced into the lifestyle that he wants you to be in. Because that's what he wants for himself. That is how you truly see who sh- who you should be with. Look at their life before they got with you. What were they doing? Were they partying? Were they clubbing? Were they smoking? Were they drinking? Were they on drugs? Were they Were they, you know, this stuff will tell you who this person is. And now align yourself with their life. Align yourself with their life. Do do you align, or is it completely crooked and nothing matching? That should tell you if you need to be with them. That goes for finances too. Why are we telling women, oh, it's okay, you can date a broke man? However, don't be unequally yoked when it comes to the Lord and walking. Does it make sense? That means in all levels. I'm not saying you need to be a perfect human being. I'm saying that if he has nothing to his name. Why he can't even take you on a date? And I know it's like, should you pay for the date? Should you pay half of the date? You know, you could pay for the date if you want to do that, and that's your personal preference. Go ahead. I don't believe you should pay for a date, and I'll tell you why in another video. However, he can't even get to the date if he doesn't have a car. Huh? He gonna walk? And then after you leave the date, he gonna walk home? This doesn't make sense. You go home. You read your Bible. You go to sleep, you wake up, you go to work, you come home, you go to school, you build your brand, and this person sleeps all day, or plays video games, or is out in the street with his boys, or playing, uh, what's it called, basketball at the, at the local court. Like, this is not for you. This is not who you want to align yourself with. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, those are the extremes. Yes, those are the extremes. However, we can take it to another level, for example. If you're a woman and you make $40,000 a year and you meet a man and he makes $15,000 a year, should you date him? Well, let's see. This is something that I did that really helped me. In your area, wherever that's at, look up the price of a mortgage, monthly costs, Or even a renting an apartment or a house, the monthly cost, whichever one you see fit for you. If you're a woman with three children and you're looking for a man, you probably need to look for a mortgage. But if you're a woman and you like apartments and you just want to live in an apartment, that's fine. Look for that. Write down the cost, the living cost to the dollar. Write down the insurance, HOA. Write down the car insurance of that zip code, write down how much you would probably spend on food, write down all these things, and come to a monthly amount. Now multiply that times 12, you'll get a yearly amount. This is what it would take for you to live comfortably. Don't add in trips, don't add in paying for your mom's bills, because some people like to do that, take care of their parents. Don't add in anything that is um extravagant. Just do the bare necessities. Whatever that number is. Now, think about does that man make that much at least? If the answer is no, then you know a couple of things. One, he's probably struggling as it is if he doesn't make that amount. Two, if it's way under that amount, Is he going to reach that amount? Meaning, if you're dating a man and he has a business. He's building something. He's trying to move forward in his career. I'm not saying you shouldn't date that man, but at the end of the day, it should be dating. You shouldn't even be in a relationship with this kind of man. You are just friends because you can't move anything forward because he's still not there yet. I'm not saying he should be perfect when he arrives, but I'm saying let him build, let him focus. If he's making $15,000 a year, he needs all of his extra time and energy to be put towards making enough money to survive. Not trying to take you out on all these dates. Be friends. Far friends. Friends that, that don't do much. You can stay friends with this man. You can pray for this man, see him at church, wave. But do not try to build a relationship when he hasn't built a life for himself. The point of that is ridiculous. They literally say online that you can date a man that has a McDonald's job. He might be a good man. Yes, he might be a great man. Let him get greater. (laughs) Let him work on himself. Let him... Devote time and energy to a plan. Let him hear from God for that plan. Cause God know he don't want him working at McDonald's. Nothing wrong with people working there. I'm saying, can you sustain a life and family and a relationship and raise children on a McDonald's cashier salary? Absolutely not. People do it every day and they struggle through it every day. Thankfully, my parents didn't have those kind of jobs, but they still struggled a lot. And it was very painful and it, and it had very traumatic effects. I'm gonna tell you a story. One time I was in high school and there was a trip coming. And it was a last minute trip. And they said, any child that can ask their parents to pay $100 by tomorrow can go on this trip. We were going to Florida to the NASA space station and making all these stops along the way. I was so excited. I called my mom, I said, mom, please, can I have the money to go? Can I have the money to go? And she said, okay, I'll figure it out. I got home and I had the money to go on the trip and that was wonderful. I was so grateful for that. However, because we were poor, we didn't have a washer and a dryer and all of my clothes were dirty and so i didn't have any clean clothes to wear on that trip i went to my parent and there was no way for us to get to the laundry mat and wash them and all this other kind of stuff so i had to wear dirty clothes on my trip i i was a teenager at the time that was very hard and traumatic for me because i didn't want to do that however i didn't have a lot of options had we had certain Things at home, that would've made it a lot easier. Things that other people see as just normal. Extreme poverty does not get you normal. It gets you by. Yes, she found the $100. I don't know what she had to do to get it from my dad or borrow or savings or whatever. However, that was only half. The other half was the safety. When you grow up poor, and in poverty, and you have a family that is in poverty and poor, they go through many struggles. So on the outside looking in, yeah, they paid for the trip. You you're, you got to go. Some people didn't even get to do that. But on the inside, I had to wear dirty clothes on an entire trip. So someone could look at this example and say, why didn't you wash them with your hand? I didn't understand to do that at the time. I was still, like I said, a young teenager. I didn't really know what to do and of course nowadays this would have been different i would have you know tried to do some things because i'm a single mom and i have to make sacrifices and budget like things all the time however that resonated with me when i started to date can this man that i see who is attractive and he's fine can he afford a washer and a dryer can he, can he afford the basic necessities that some people just, they see those as luxuries? They really do. But in reality, those are just normal things that a family may need. Can he afford that? They say love doesn't have a price tag. God's love doesn't have a price tag. But love in real life, it comes with consequences. If I fall in love with someone who lives on the street and does drugs right now, the quality of life for me and my child will go down. It will go way down. Not because we don't have love. It's because we don't have the love and responsibility together. You should be able to have a partnership. Some people think a partnership is 50-50 when it comes to finances. I don't personally believe in the woman paying 50% and the man paying 50%. I believe that they should work together and come up with a system that works for them. When you're dating a man, the reason why you can't go 50-50 is because in life, it is not 50-50. Most women who are listening to this want to have children. How are you gonna work when you're pregnant? and pay your half. That means that man who you're with at the time, hopefully he's your husband, is going to have to support you and the unborn child. Can his salary take care of both of you before you guys have a kid? Because if it can't, it's not gonna magically go up when you get pregnant. Your man should be able to fully support you and the child, people can say, Oh, you can save. Can you save for the next 18 years of that child's life? Plus, because children, everyone knows they're expensive. That's not new news to anybody. Clothes, shoes, haircuts, bikes, um, events, going on sports, just, just eating in general, they they're expensive. So if your person that you're dating and thinking about marrying them, thinking about having to be your spouse, and you want children. If they can't support you now, what makes you think they're going to just magically good? That's why so many women have hypertension, preeclampsia, all these things that go with pregnancy because their bodies cannot handle the stress of working and caring for the household and carrying that child. I'm not saying that every woman is like this. I'm saying this is something to consider, especially if you've never even had a baby, you don't know what your body is going to do. And you wanna have that gray area, that wiggle room and that space to be able to put your health above anything. And if you're paying all the bills, if your spouse isn't able to take care of you, you're not able to lean on him without starving, this might not be the person for you and not, because they're not a wonderful, godly person. It's because the, the math isn't there. We live in the United States, at least I do. And it, the expenses of living vary by state, by city. And, and I don't think there's anything wrong with moving to, a, to a, a neighborhood that might be a little bit cheaper as long as it's safe and, and making, you know, not spending this much money at the gym, getting working out at home. You can make little sacrifices here and there, but if he is broke, He is broke, because that was our original question. If he is broke, then those options won't work for you. That will only cut a, a couple dollars. If he is broke, you are going to be on your own. Ask any single parent if love is more important than stability. And when I mean love, I mean romance. I mean the butterfly feeling. Absolutely not. Absolutely not, especially when you have children. It is very hard to tell a child, No, we can't afford dinner tonight, go to sleep. Or, No, the lights aren't going to come back on, they're off. And those are, again, extreme cases. But if you're dating a man who is broke, this is the kind of life that you are going to build for your child. This is a choice. I was watching a show on Netflix and it's called. Um, Indian matchmaking and the woman said something that I had never heard anyone say before she said you don't get to pick your kids you don't get to pick your parents you don't get to pick your grandparents cousins you don't get to pick any of those but the one person that you get to pick is your spouse that's it So this is a conscious decision that you are making, dating for fun. There is no dating for fun and I mentioned that in my last episode. This is a very serious business transaction. You're going to enter in a a covenant with someone who cannot provide for themselves. They can't buy themselves a pair of shoes, let alone you, let alone your kid. And you're like, well this is a lot to be thinking about during dating. Yes, the whole point is to cut it off before any of that other stuff happens. So there will be no consequences for you because you cut it off when you saw a red flag. Red flag means this isn't the lifestyle that I want for myself and my future children. It's that simple. A man can be cute, kind, chivalrous, godly, and wonderful, but if he cannot provide basic necessities for himself, he can't buy a tube of toothpaste. This isn't the man for you. At this time. Men mature, some men. <laughs> men grow, some men. And he might one day be at a point where he can't afford those things. If a man is starting off at a job, he's just getting his feet wet. He's just learning about the job, learning who he is. Is that the time for romance? a brand new romance to start, then I know we see the movies and they make it look romantic and cute to date someone as they're just starting out and grow together, grow up together. If you're gonna do that, which I don't recommend, but if you're going to do that, I recommend you do it completely with no sex. I recommend you do it as friends. Cause see, when he grows and you grows and you're just friends, no one's getting hurt. The relationship isn't moving forward. And no one's going to be able to sacrifice pieces of themselves or or, or hurt anyone because you're just friends. Just like you shouldn't have a baby and get married if you're mentally unstable, you shouldn't have one and get married while you're physically unstable as well. If you don't have somewhere to live, that means, yes, if he's living with his parents, he could be saving. He could be helping them. That's fine. Should you come into the picture if his parents need this much support at this time? Well, you wanna help him. Okay, helping him as a friend. Bring them some tea. There's nothing wrong with that. But you inserting yourself and living in the house as well? Is that helping the situation? Or is that giving them more mouths to feed another burden? You're not here to rescue a man. That is not what the Bible said at all. Be kind to your neighbor. Love your neighbor. It's different than rescuing a grown man. And yes, you are a grown woman. So you should be helping yourself and building upon the God, building upon the God lessons that he's been teaching you, reading your Bible, and moving forward spiritually. But you should not be even thinking about a man if that's where you're at anyway. If you're in just the beginning stages of that, Learn about God and start looking at all that other kind of stuff. However, you have to listen to, to the response. And a lot of times we don't want to do that. If a man has no money, God is trying to talk to him too. So you also have to think, are you being selfish when you're supposed to be talking to God over here and he's supposed to be talking to God over there? Are you trying to walk over there and distract him because he's so handsome? And God might be trying to get him out of his poverty situation. And yet you're walking over there. Leave that man alone so he can get to a better state. So he can be a better man and a provider for you and your family. Yes, ladies. I use the P word. Provider. A man should provide for his family. He should be financially responsible. The weight of that. was never meant to be on a woman's shoulders can she work absolutely can she help absolutely if you read proverbs that woman does work in a way that's different than providing though that responsibility should be on the husband and if you're dating intentionally you need to date to find a husband not to look for one to find one meaning when you, when you were already axed out by a man, you weren't like going around finding these men, and you were axed by a man, then on that date, you're finding the answers. Do you see what I'm saying? You're not going to a bar at night in a dress, looking around trying to find a man. That's different. <laughs> That's different. When you're on the date, you're acting like a detective, trying to get the answers so you can put the puzzle or the of the pieces in the mat together. You're trying to see, does this person fit with you? Does his, do his goals and his aspirations align with the things that God said that you should have and be for your life? If you want to go into ministry, is that something that he wants to do? Is that something he wants to be involved in? Or, this is a, this is a, a new one I've been hearing. Does, does he want to live in another country at the end of your life with you? and something that's been very popular among millennials, like retiring in Ghana or something? Does he want to do that? Or is he like me? I'm not going. (laughs) And everyone's allowed to have their preferences, but these are very serious questions. If he is broke, can he afford to retire in Ghana? And again, I'm not talking about working here. I'm talking about income, revenue. I'm talking about at the end of the day, does he have money in the bank? This man can work five jobs. He can have a vending machine business. What else is popular? He can have a clothing brand. He can have a rap career. But can he provide? Is he broke? Because I guarantee you, a man with five jobs, he probably isn't broke. When we look at that math, we put up all the expenses and all that kind of stuff. When I did it, it was somewhere in between Fifty-five and seventy-five thousand dollars, and I have that leeway because some is houses, some are apartments, in different areas, they're a little bit different. But my minimum, minimum is fifty-five, and I'm pushing that up because at the end of the day, the life that I want for myself and my son is my responsibility to make it happen. Through hard work, through dedication, and through marrying someone who has the mindset of maturity and understands what providing is and understanding that broke is not good enough for me and my family. And it never will be. I believe God wants us to prosper. He wants us to have a cup overflowing. I don't believe that he wants us to struggle to get by. and you have to have it in your mind made up when you go into the dating world, I will not date a man who is struggling financially. Not because he's building, not because he's trying, because he doesn't care to try, because he likes where he is and he doesn't want to go anywhere from here. You can meet a man and he can be a dog walker have enough to barely pay his bills and be completely fine with that lifestyle and wants to find a woman who is happy with that lifestyle. Let him do that. You need to focus on finding a man that wants your lifestyle. If you wanna live in a van, you wanna live in a van. Can he afford the van? Can he afford the gas? I know it's like, it just depends on the person that you are, what you expect from a relationship, what you expect from your marriage, from your man, from your, your husband. What do you expect? If you expect excellence, then you will receive excellence because you're striving to be excellence for yourself. And then the person next to you is also striving to be excellent. This is a standard, yes, a standard that you can now implement into your dating. Just like he has to be God-fearing. He has to want more. And again, this number for everyone is different, but the number it will never equal broke. It will never equal broke. Yes, you can say, well, I grew up and I, we were happy broke. Okay, God gave you grace. There, God, God bless you, your family, and he gave you a ton of blessings. That is fantastic. Do you want to roll that dice for your life now? Because that's the thing. When you're setting up your life, this is your life that is going to affect you. This is what you're gonna be living in. This is what you're gonna be driving. This is what you're gonna be eating. This is what this is the life that you're gonna have. And it's fine if you don't want much out of it. I do. I want a lot out of it. And so because I know that and I know there are other women like me, I'm going to give them the same advice that I was given. Expect more. Even if you're where you're at in your career and you're happy with it, you should still be building upon it. If you're a teacher, because I'm a teacher, (laughs) if you're a teacher, try to be the best teacher you can be with training, with gaining knowledge, reading books about it, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, talking to other people. Try to be the best teacher you can be at that level. And then when you're ready to go to the next level, you're prepared because you weren't just sitting in the level that you were at. You were constantly moving forward. And guess what, ladies? Your man should have the same mindset and perspective if you meet a man and he says he's been at a job for 10 years. And he's making a good amount of money. He should still want to grow. And I don't always mean financially. If he's making a good amount of money, he should be trying to save and invest and all that other kind of stuff. But he should still be willing to grow in other areas then. Financial literacy. Because you could have money but still not have financial literacy. He should be trying to grow in emotional intelligence. He should be trying to grow in, you know, all those other areas. There's always room for growth. Even if you, that's why the rappers, the ones that make millions of dollars, why they keep coming out with songs? Because as long as you're on this earth, there's going to be bills. God will provide for you, but they're gonna be there. Be smart and be responsible and say, well, I know that they're gonna be here. They're gonna be here for my children, their children. Know that that's out here and decide. Cause this is what people don't <laughs> understand, y'all. Y'all don't understand. It is a choice to be successful. And everyone has that choice. If you are broke, and you are broke, broke, you have a choice to no longer be broke. And if your steps are very tiny, and you're still stepping up, you're still gonna get there. Might be slower, but you're still gonna get there, because you're moving forward. And I'm not saying that if you're broke, you don't deserve love. Everyone deserves love, God's love. If you want a wife and a family, you're going to have to work a little bit harder because those things come with things. You act like diapers are free. (laughs) They're not free. They cost a lot, actually. One of the things that I've learned raising my son by myself is that no amount of money will ever be enough to satisfy all of our needs. Not all of our needs can be bought with money. And so deciding to never give up on moving forward in my finances whether i'm working not working if i'm a stay-at-home mom in the future whatever the case may be i'm going to move forward like i said if i'm a stay-at-home mom i'm going to be reading i'm going to be learning i'm going to be moving forward in my life because broke is about money but you don't have to to act like you're broke if you're broke a lot of people have phones. The internet will tell you a lot about how you can manage the little amount of money that you have or where you can get the education and training to get a better job or investment opportunities, business opportunities. You can cut grass, you can you can make food, you can do all kind of stuff. So there are plenty of opportunities out here. And that's not the point of the message. The point of the message is if someone has the mindset that they want to just be broke, do yourself a favor and let them have time to grow. Because let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm going to put it out here. But my brother, when he, was, when he was young, I think he was like 17 or so, he was like, I don't know why I'd ever get a car. I have a bike. I can go everywhere I need to go. He's about to be 23 this year, and he has had two cars, <laughs> and that's okay. It's okay that that was his mindset because that was his mindset at the time. That was his mindset at the time. I thought my lemonade stand was gonna bring in bank, and we brought in $20 when I was a kid, and we thought we had it made, <laughs> okay? It was me and my sister, and At that time, that was my mindset. And that's exactly what my mindset should have been because I was eight. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that. However, now that I'm 25, I'm not gonna have the same mindset I did. I wanna grow and I want someone who's going to grow. And that includes financially. If a man can't buy himself a pair of shoes, a hat, some toothpaste, and you come along, Not only is he looking at you because you're beautiful, he's also seeing this what kind of man she wants. She see I can't buy her a 50 cent hamburger on the corner. She see I can't even pick her up and she still wants me. They're not gonna think that's cute. They're men. They see this is the kind of quality of men that you require yourself to date because this is where you see yourself. This is what they're saying. They're not saying like, oh my gosh, she's so down. She... No, that's a trick. That is a trick. That is a trick. They see this is what you see, especially if you're doing way better than them. A little better than them, kind of, but way better than them. This is not Bob the Builder. They see that you want to fix them up and they might turn on you because of it. Because see, a man that doesn't go out there and get something for himself, a woman has to give it to him, is backwards society. That's never how it was supposed to be. Yes, you can put your spouse on to um, response, what's it called, to um, opportunities. If you guys end up working together and that kind of thing, your business just, once you're already together. But when you're dating, no. Absolutely not, ladies. Absolutely not. You do not have to choose poverty. It's rough. It's really rough. There was a video and there was this woman who unfortunately had fallen um, into drugs and she was telling her life story on Facebook. Powerful video. I think it's 32 minutes. I don't remember what it was called. And during her story, she mentioned that the man that she had when she had a ton of money, he didn't want for anything. He didn't want for anything. She bought him a car right off the lot. She bought him clothes. She bought him shoes. She kept him looking nice. Did all this stuff for him. He still ended up abusing her, and then cheating on her with all kinds of people. And you hear about this a lot. You talk to they be like, "Oh, I was a great. Well, I cooked. I cleaned. Did all this stuff. And I and I paid the bills for him. And I did. And look how they treat them." I'm not saying every man is going to abuse people and all. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it doesn't work that way. So don't try to do it that way, especially when people before you have done it that way and they're telling you that that doesn't work. See, you shouldn't have to go through every single situation in the world to learn. You should be able to see other people that have already went through that and learn from them. My dad always told me you can learn anything from anyone. I learned not to do what she did, and I don't even know this woman. Not only am I not gonna do it because I believe it goes against what the Bible you know says, like him and man providing, but I'm also not gonna do it because she clearly did it and it didn't work. And she's not the first woman who has been in that kind of situation. Should you date a man if he's broke? 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 very powerful word broke means a lot ask yourself do you deserve to be put in a situation that you do not desire because you want love love is important love is so powerful love can heal communities and change the world jesus died because he loves us however do i put myself in that position on purpose that i'm not in I'm not in that position, but do I go put myself into it for love, hoping that his potential will grow, hoping that he will change, hoping that he will be greater and want to be greater so we can get out of this situation? Or should I avoid that situation altogether? Because not all men in the world are broke. I wouldn't even say half of men are broke. So it's a choice. You can choose to not be with someone who can't afford anything. Love yourself, respect yourself, and know that you don't deserve to have to pull someone up with you. Especially when it's a man who can and will, if he is following the Lord, stand on his own two feet. In fact, the Lord will bless a man that is following him so well. Because he knows that a man is a leader and the man is the backbone and the man is the strength of the family and the community. God knows that. So he's gonna bless that man because he's following him and submitting to the Father. You don't gotta worry about a man that's doing right, being broke. Because he's doing right. (laughs) He's not going to be. Worry about yourself. Love yourself, respect yourself, show yourself that you deserve to believe in your own potential. And you deserve someone that is worthy of respecting you, courting you, and taking care of you, and providing for you and your future children. You want love. Being with a broke man might bring love, but it also brings a lot of pain. Jesus already died for our sins and took care of all that pain. You don't have to go back through it. Pray. About what I said in this video Pray about what I said And how I said it Let it meditate in your spirit and, and read the bible And see and make your own Opinion and decisions off what it says At the end of the day God is going to lead you He's never going to lead you astray He's never going to lead you to a situation That's going to take from you It's only going to add to you Because he loves you If you do not know the Lord If you do not know Jesus, if you do not know our Father in Heaven, I'm here to tell you He is a great God. He loves you and He is here for you. He's actually given a free gift of salvation, which is He comes to live in your heart. And all you have to do is believe in Him. Say this prayer. Repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today to ask that you come into our life and forgive our sins. We repent of sins by turning away from them and we receive you, Lord. We believe that your son, Jesus, Christ went to the cross for us, carried our sins and died. And on the third day he rose for our sins. We thank you, Jesus. We appreciate everything you did, and we love you. Holy Spirit, come guide us. Come live in our hearts. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. Congratulations, Rose. You did it. You said the prayer of salvation and the Lord can now come into your heart and lead you. It was it, that quick. And now you're on a journey. Pick up a Bible, let the Holy Spirit lead you and guide you and continue to listen because I'm here for you. All right, roses, until next time, from my heart to yours. This has been The Sophisticated Christian with your host, I'm Francesca Steele.